Well, I was just going to ask. So you said that's uh, uh, most of the like a high percentage is just mailed out, or do, do some happen in the office? Like, I guess what I'm asking is, where were the other drugs going? <laughs> 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 Some of them walk out the door with the neighbors. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good, Batman. Awesome. <laughs> I also like hockey. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Jeff, no. <laughs> Jeff. Okay. Oh wow. Oh, yeah. I'm not even gonna say anything. Yeah. 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 Gonna um, let good, that be. Yeah. yeah. Just let that sit. Just. <sighs> hey, I was trying to do the slapstick. What do they call it? Slap yeah. shot. Yeah, slapstick. But we're not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> slapstick was about right. I whiffed it. <laughs> you a pirate? <laughs> Oh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. The Attitudes on location today. That's what? right. We've done one on location before. We took the entire studio. Listen, we're going to dive into that in a minute. My name is Jeff Shufflebot. I'm part of the Beatitudes, a show for Christian men seeking to know and follow the Lord in this modern, crazy world of ours and to do it with authentic fraternity, mm. humorness, and holiness. Love it. <laughs> right? Humorness. I humorness. love it. That's a new word, isn't it? <laughs> humorness. You know what? It's actually an ancient word that we brought back because of how deep our roots go mm, in yes. Latin. I think it's Latin very humor. Latin. Latin. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me introduce to you all the other Beatitudes. Uh, dear friends of mine and great dudes, Nick Besner. What's going on, everybody? Uh, everything. And uh, Paul <laughs> Kolker. I didn't know that was a rhetorical question. It I was. answered. Okay. And Paul Kolker. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Gosh, can you do that thing you did beforehand? <laughs> we <laughs> we were trying to explain you got to be like Batman. Batman. Yeah. Christian Bale yeah. Batman. So, yeah, so yeah. I did the voice. But this has to do with your neck on the show. You got to rotate around the mic. We're, yeah, we're telling we were, our guests. Yeah, so if you're on YouTube, you can see that we have to pivot around the mic and try to keep our, our voice focused. And, and so we were like, well, you got to be like Batman from the 1989 Batman. But then. I jumped into the Christian Bale voice. Which is like, where were the other drugs going? <laughs> <laughs> the difference between you and me is I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those movies a few too many times. Just Did he few. say the hockey pants in the show? Yeah. Hockey pants, yeah. Yeah, because there, were, there were, no, there were vigilante guys who were dressing up in like yeah. hockey uniforms yeah. who were trying to be like him. Like Batman. Yeah. That and movie makes a lot of sense to me now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a missing piece. Yeah. <laughs> Go back, rewatch. Skeleton key. <laughs> Hockey pants. Hockey pants. Hey, so we have uh, been enjoying this show for all of this uh, this year since March. And early on connected with our guest. Uh, we already knew him, but as a fan and an integrated part of our show and a promoter of our show. And Luis Gonzalez, my friend, came up with one of the greatest ideas, which is so why cool. don't you bring the tiny table inside of the St. Vincent de Paul pharmacy that's free... We're going to get into this right. and do a show in here. So if you're watching, well, if you're not watching, all the other stuff that you might hear or see or be confused by, go to YouTube or Heroic Men yeah. or Spiritus TV or Tuvu. Like yeah, we're getting on a... Theo. Yeah. Man, we need somebody to manage all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we got to figure we, this we out. <laughs> I'm sweating just saying all those words. Uh, yeah, go to any one of those platforms to see the video version. If you're on the audio version, this is what it sounds like inside of a pharmacy. Did you just say money cha-ching? <laughs> because that's not actually that's, anything that's that not, happens not, here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because it's a free pharmacy. Free pharmacy. Charitable that, pharmacy. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was it's like the one in the sound. car and doing the pickup saying that they still have their money cha-ching. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if you there got you go. that. That, oh. that worked. That oh, worked. yeah. Good, that, good rebound. Worked. Good rebound. <laughs> That's it. You know, I could, never hit I, a, I could never hit a jump shot, but I could get a rebound. <laughs> there you go. I got to say one thing about Luis. He was the first person, first known person, to put the Beatitudes sticker as a bumper sticker on yes. his car. You saw it. Huh? I did. You did. Very did. good. Yeah. yeah. That really kind of put us, like, we were about to quit. <laughs> <laughs> No, but but he was like, you know, where do I want these faces of these three men? He's like, I want them to where some other car could potentially hit them. Hit them and, and, and just take them out. Yeah, that's it. Did he put it in the muffler? Like, no. uh, muffle them. Hey, uh, take us back. Wait, Paul, you know Paul longer than all of us, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, he, he was kind of a, a halfway house for me as a former <laughs> seminarian. This guy. Glad you finished that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no. I, so I was leaving seminary, yep. and, and he said, well, hey, I know you uh, have taught, and, and you've taught uh, or studied a lot of math and all of that. So I actually tutored um, two of your kids. Two of the boys, yep. Emmanuel yeah. and Raphael. Yeah. And, and I math. think maybe Gabriel, too. I think so, yeah, yep. at one point. Yeah, so I, I would go over to their house and do some tutoring, and then they were generous enough to invite me to dinner usually afterwards. And yeah, Is it was that great. how they paid you? What? Is that how they paid you? No, no, no. They also paid me, but they chicken parm. <laughs> <laughs> no, the meals were fantastic. They were, they were the. the That's the bonus. reason I was there. Yeah, Gla- Gladys is a great cook. Yes, she yeah. is. Yes, she is. Depending on the kids' grades, it was what they would make. You. <laughs> oh, you're getting a flame and yawn. One day it was just the, the bonus fry from their McDonald's. You know. Yeah, I was about to say it was big Catholic family, so filet mignon was not. On the <laughs> but it was like I think a delicious salad was one night, like with strawberries and stuff. You remember the strawberries, yeah. don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I hadn't eaten that well, you know, in a while. Seminary food. Mm. No, no. Wait, so no where does this go salads. back to? I mean, like, how does the public world know that you were studied math a lot? <laughs> like, what's yeah, the relationship? I remember how yeah. that got connected. I think it was through your sister because mm. the, the boy, the kids were at one of the one of the one of the schools. I think Saint, Faust, Saint, Saint Faustina. 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 Yeah. That's right. Because my sister taught there for a while. Yeah. So it was through the school that we found out about you, and she was the one who mentioned it. She was yeah. like, "Yeah, my brother does tutoring," and and we're like, "Well, we've got a need for it." So that that's, that's how we right. made the connection. That's right. Yeah. And then eventually, um, she was actually stepping out of teaching there, so I actually slotted in and um and right. subbed in for her. So yeah, it was kind of this whole thing going on at the time, finding a, a new job after seminary. So. Yeah, and, and then of course we always saw your family, you know, at, at St. Anne's. St. Anne's, yep, exactly. Yeah, that so. was the connection. I love the way you guys are doing this. There's people like literally filling prescriptions behind us. Oh and yeah, you guys are just carrying on about salads and St. Anne's. It's <laughs> 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 so the next country album I'm coming out with, by the way. <laughs> salads and salads and strawberries. <laughs> wow, all right. <laughs> you know, we He's also know right that St. Anne's is a parish that embraces things that are on the edge of evangelization so mm-hmm. i do oh, yeah. think you could launch a saint and country album i think they would say yes you get sponsors they, they, yes they and like, go do it yeah. yes <laughs> exactly, exactly. As show Father me the country yeah uh so tell us where we are this is such a fanat fanastical fanastical <laughs> <I like> words <laughs> words humorous <laughs> you gave me coffee called like death by coffee or something before this yeah it's right back there yep yep is that what it's called so um, yes death by coffee yeah, like Let's I'm go. sweating it out here, so don't pick on my language. Hey, I'm lucky yeah. to be. This place is fantastic. Let's learn more about it. Yes. Nick. How about that? Very good. Very Grounding good. us. Nick, you are the Prozac <laughs> to my. I bring the rails. Wait. You know, the bumpers whenever you're just bowling. The... Do you mean Adderall? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you feeling down? <laughs> I lift you up. 
and I keep you on the rails. Well, we are in a pharmacy, so. I, well, that's where I'm going with this because I, I kind of felt like that was going to be the case. Yep. Right. <laughs> Nick medicates me. I'm not sure what it is, but where are we? We we are at the charitable pharmacy for the Society of St. Vincent de Paul, and uh, we've been here since 2018. And uh, really, it's just it's been such a blessing to, to have have this charitable pharmacy here. We're here to take care of the the uninsured. Uh, it's free medications for for the uninsured in the state of Texas. Amazing. Okay, how did? <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. How let's does unpa- that work? Let's unpack that. A little, <laughs> oh, let's yeah. go. Well, first, can you tell us what the Society of Saint Vincent de Paul is yeah, for anybody yeah. who might not be aware? Sure. So, so the Society of Saint Vincent de Paul is a lay organization. Um, it's 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 associated with the Catholic Church. We certainly work and operate within within the diocese with the blessing of, of Bishop Burns and Bishop Kelly. Um, and it's a national. It's actually it's an international organization. Started in 1833 in in Paris, France. It was a group of college students that were in a debate group, and basically they were challenged with you know how is the church helping the poor. And uh, the founder kind of looked at his friends and he said, you know, they're right and uh, we need to do something to help the poor. And so that's what we do. We go out and fellowship to encounter Christ and the poor. And the really neat thing, the beautiful thing about the society is that it really is first and foremost about growing in, in holiness, growing in our, our spirituality and our faith and understanding our relationship with Christ. And then in doing that, we go out and encounter him in serving the poor and taking care of the poor. And um, so we've been here in Dallas for almost 70 years now. Uh, there's over 850 Vincentians, which are the, the folks who are part of the Society of St. Vincent de Paul. In uh, Dallas, there's that many. In, in the Diocese of Dallas, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's an amazing organization. It's been transformative for me just being here now for uh, coming up on two years in January. What's your role? Uh, I'm the chief executive officer here. Not just of the pharmacy, though. You're talking about the whole enterprise. Uh, uh, of all of uh, the Society of St. Vincent de Paul in North Texas, yeah. That's he was incredible. taking a selfie from the booth over there, so I smiled real big. So I, I, Y'all all look like with that face where you're kind of like one eye's kind of closed, and I look like $300. There you go. The $300 man. Wow. No, so that's, okay, okay. A couple things that I wanted to unpack in there sure, that sure. I loved is that um, it. you're saying that this is not purely just some sort of vaguely humanitarian imp- enterprise it, it is a the desire is to encounter christ and be a place of encounter absolutely with christ yeah it, it, we 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 do works of charity um as a result of our growth in faith uh, yeah. this first and foremost when when i was going through the interview process to, to to come here that was the thing that blew me away when i read about it it was like okay this is all about growing the holiness of its members. Mm. And, and when I read that, that that was literally the hook for me, Paul. I, I was like, this is what I've always wanted to do, is to be able to do something to serve mm. the church and to know that that's what this organization is, is, is based upon. And then it's the expression of our faith that we go out and, and we encounter Christ in the poor, and we, we go and, and serve them, um, serve the poor, do, do what we can to try and help the individual that is presented to us on, on that given day. Whenever you did it for one of the least of these, you did it for me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Whenever you gave lasagna to a seminarian, a former <laughs> seminarian. <laughs> you you, you I did mean, it for one, one of these. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely one of the least, yes. <laughs> Where did this concept, is this something that happens across the U.S.? Is pharmacies as part of St. Vincent de Paul? Is this unique? Is this your like brainchild? No, Where no. did this come from? So this was actually, the, the brainchild of this was um, the, the founder for, for, the, for the pharmacy, uh, Hank Herman. Um, and uh, he was part of a, a conference, uh, Christ the King, um, one of our conferences. So, so the local chapters of St. Vincent de Paul that are typically associated with the parish are referred to as conferences. Mm. And so it was on, um, in, in his conference, um, they would go out on do, doing home visits. Um, that's the foundational to, to the, the society 
is when people call for help, we don't, we don't have them come to, to us. We go to them. Mm. We, we ask if we can be invited into their home. We go in pairs, just like Christ sent out the disciples, right? Um, so we go out in pairs. We meet with them. We pray with them. We come to learn their, their story. We affirm them for having reached out, um, seeking assistance, because you know, it takes somebody to have some courage, right, and some That's humility right. to be able to do that. So it was, it was going through the home visits that we came to realize that people, when the people call for, for help, they typically are asking for assistance with rent or utility. Um, things of that nature. And uh, we found that people were actually having to make decisions between do I buy my medication for my chronic illness or do I buy food for the table for, for my family or do I pay for rent? And so it was from that that we said we've got to try and do something. And we worked with organizations. We worked with uh, Christus Health in particular to, to get legislation changed uh, here in Texas to allow us to have a freestanding pharmacy. Incredible. So we're, we're the first I never even thought pharmacy. about like a legislative block to that. That's yeah. incredible. Wow. Uh, because there's a lot of charitable pharmacies, but they're associated with uh, charitable clinics. Ah. So it, so the pharmacy mm. will take care of just the clinic uh, patients. The people that were there, not yeah. just the public. Right. Oh. So we are a freestanding pharmacy. We have uh, partnerships with you know, over 200 clinics, and it's growing. Um, and it really is all about you know, trying to just take care of those that, that, are, that are in need. And where, where are we right now? Where are we located? So we're in the Vickery Meadows area, okay. um, right off of Greenville and kind of just east of uh, I-75, real close to, to Presby here, right so behind American Health. For those of you not local, North Dallas-ish? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry, Dallas that's right. Confuses sure. right. No, Vickery, uh, Vickery Meadows. Mm -hmm. That's where we really are. <laughs> sure. <laughs> How do uh, does somebody have to prove that they have a need to get yes the assistance? Yeah. So we have ba four basic requirements. Um, first is um, our pharmacy takes care of uninsured patients. Mm -hmm. So you you have to be uninsured. If you're underinsured, we can refer you somewhere else. But this is for uninsured patients because some of the drugs that we receive from the pharmaceutical companies are are donated specifically with, with you know with that in mind. Um, so you have to be uninsured. Um, you have to be a resident of the state of Texas. Um, we don't care about immigration status. We just need to prove that you have residents here right. uh, because we ship out the medications. Mm. Um, over 85% of our medications are shipped uh, directly to, to an individual's home. So they location, don't have to come here. not as relevant. Exactly. That, that's what allowed <laughs> us, especially when COVID hit, that's yeah. what allowed us to, to really be able to say, okay, we can go statewide now. Are people like as far away as El Paso or? Yep. Really? Wow. Yeah, we have uh, El Paso. Wow. We just signed an agreement with our sister council out there so that we can start it's taking like care of It's four time zones from here. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> You're not, At least. Not lying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, this is, so okay, so resident of the state of Texas, uninsured, um, you have to have a valid prescription. And then you also have to be at 300% um, or below of the federal poverty level. Mm. So there's an income uh, requirement there as well. Uh, but typically, if you're uninsured, you're going to meet those those income requirements Here's as well. Here's a dumb question. What does 300% of the federal poverty level mean? I can't do Gr the great, math. Great question. So figure for a family of four, it's about $90,000. Okay. Got so it. Okay. Got it. So, so about twenty two, twenty three, 23,000. Or is that 3x the mm -hmm. poverty level? Right. Yeah. Right. Or less. Or less. Exactly. Got it. So if your family income for a family of four is under 90000 Got it. Then you qualify. There's, there's a pivot table, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, somebody's watched the show here. His, his eyes were twinkling. It looked like Christmas over there with Nick. Percentages, math. <laughs> yeah, yes. I love when Jeff asks me these questions. <laughs> <laughs> and then, how do people find out about? I know you said you have all these partnerships. Are there doctors saying, "Call up the folks in Vickery Meadows"? 
Yeah, we, it's the partnerships through the clinics, um, our website as well. Patients can can, can enroll, you know, um, basically, you know, fill out an application form or, or, or a referral form and, and submit it to us. Then we've got a, a great team over here of uh, patient advocate uh, patient advocates. <coughs> excuse me. That'll uh, uh, they'll they'll do an interview with with the patient then uh, the potential patient. Make sure they've got all the information they need. Get some screenshots of you know information and then uh, and then they're good to go. Wait. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask. So you said that's uh, um, most of the like a high percentage is just mailed out, or do, do some happen in the office? Like, I guess what I'm asking is, where were the other drugs going? <laughs> <laughs> some of them walk out the door with the neighbors. Oh, that's pretty good, Batman. Awesome. <laughs> I also like hockey. Oh my. God. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Okay. Oh, wow. I'm not even going to say anything. Yeah. 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 Um, Gonna let that be. Yeah. Yeah. Just let that sit. (sighs) (sighs) Hey, I was trying to do the slapstick. What do they call it? Slap shot. Yeah. Slapstick. But we're not wearing hockey pants. (laughs) Slapstick was about right. I whiffed it. (laughs) You pirate? (laughs) I hate it. Okay, but so you do have some like in office pickups as well. We do, we okay. do, and hopefully there's none that are outside listening to us right now. They're right. probably like, "Oh my gosh, these Run. people are crazy." Um, but we do. We have um, you know, probably about ten to fifteen percent of our of our patients will come in and pick up um, pick up their medications. Sure. Here. How do you pay for this place? <laughs> <laughs> it is all through generous donations, uh, foundation grants. Um, it, really, that's what it comes down to. Um, it, it's all you know people who hear about what we're doing and, and, and want to get involved and want to support it. Um, and uh, and make contributions to help help keep this going. I love every bit of this place. Yeah, yeah, that is all amazing. That whole idea of like being in solidarity with the poor because poor isn't something that you are, like, uh, it's not something that's physically about you. It's something that we're all susceptible to. That we're in need. So it's also a stage of life, or it's a it's a condition of life that we're called by Christ to take care of the poor. And I think the Catholic Church does a great job of building yep. that up. And St. Vincent de Paul is a Catholic organization. Um, how'd you get this job? <laughs> Holy Spirit. All Holy Spirit, you know. Point uh, it up for those of you not watching on yeah, YouTube. Po- point straight up. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it, it really, it, it was, uh, it was a, a wonderful um, way that the Holy Spirit just, just led me here. Uh, I, it was coming out of COVID. Um, I really, we had gotten called back to, to go back to, into the office in my corporate job. And uh, I really was very unsettled about going back. And it had nothing to do with being fearful or anything like that. There was just something internally that yeah. was telling me that, you know, what are you doing? And uh, so I talked to my spiritual director, and uh, he, he told me, he said, maybe the Lord's calling you to, to do something different. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you pray about that? And I had gotten back to uh, Eucharistic adoration uh, on a weekly basis. So it was there in adoration that I just started to say, all right, Lord, you know, just show me and I'll follow you. Show me and I'll follow you. And... Um, uh, it was literally a couple of weeks after that that I got uh, contacted by an, uh, an executive recruiter in the nonprofit space, and the the opportunity that he presented to me didn't work out, but he got to know me, and then he said, "I've got another one that I think is more suited to you." And when I read about this, I was like, "This this is it. This is everything that I've done over the last thirty years was preparing me for for here." And as I mentioned earlier, the more I learned about what the society does and what we're doing, I I just fell in love with the mission. And um, so, again, I just put it always to prayer. Lord, just show me. And he said, come follow me. Come follow me. I kept seeing his image. I don't know if you guys are fans of The Chosen, but I kept seeing the image of, of, of the character, the uh, actor who plays Christ, saying, come follow me. Come follow me. And so I finally landed here. And, and I kid you not, this is a, such a Holy Spirit uh, story, right? Um, 
the day I started, January 10th, the gospel reading for that day was from the Gospel of Mark when Christ calls Peter and Andrew and says, come follow me. And I was like, All right, Lord, I'm already here. I, 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 I thank you for the affirmation, but I'm, you already had me. Man, that's Amazing. beautiful. I feel like we could do a whole episode just on that yes. discernment process. Yeah. Like, that is incredible. Because I, I love, too, just the detail that the first job wasn't the right fit. Mm-hmm. Right? And there are some people, or, or I mean, I, I say some people, any of us could be discouraged at right. that moment and say, right. oh, well, maybe this just wasn't it. Right? right like, yeah. let me just abandon the whole process. But yeah. that was a step on the path. That's right. And you kept taking it to prayer and, and God kept leading. Yeah, it really is just you know, trusting him. And he was like, you know, trust me, I've, I've, I've got you. I've got this. And, and there's a, a path I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm leading you to. Mm. And it's, I, I've never, never been happier, more fulfilled. Um, working a lot harder than I ever have before, but I love it. This isn't this isn't yeah. work. This is a vocation. Yeah. I, I absolutely love what I'm doing. Well, and isn't it always like adorations? Just mm. yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like the Lord no, Himself. How do you fill in the blank? Exactly. You know, it's just exactly. it is exactly. Right? <laughs> Yesterday, somebody misunderstood me. I was with Nick, and they thought I said that I was a mid-level Catholic, and they were like, "What is a mid-level Catholic?" And so we tried to dissect. They believe it's the source of our faith, but not the summit. <laughs> You're halfway there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like the soul and divinity, but body and blood, I'm not so sure. <laughs> Wait, what was the mistake? Uh, I said it was like a, a mid-level uh, business person. Like they were in the middle of their career and they were deeply Catholic. But, you know, I mumble and I talk really fast. And so they just heard mid-level Catholic. And then I was like. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting for the opportunity to use that one. <laughs> Wait, did Jeff just set himself up? <laughs> yeah. Classic. I think so. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. What, what in the world? He's going to give you a run for money. We're just going to do a showdown. Absolutely. This is going to be like a voice off. high voice noon off. voice off. Am I going to get fired? <laughs> I'm getting kicked off the show. We'll, 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 give, we'll give you salad and strawberries. If you oh, do. thank oh, you. Okay. Yes. We've we got heard, a bench player anyway. <laughs> we heard you've studied math. <laughs> I, I can land somewhere. Back well, at your house. <laughs> Well, speaking awesome. of showdowns, we want you to be our guest judge cool. on a showdown. That's right. This showdown is called Blessed Are the Joke Makers, for they shall inherit the points. Have you ever had like uh, a moment where you're listening to this part of the show and you're like, I could have crushed them? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without hesitation. Like, like one or two. And then other times I've been like, oh my gosh, that was so hysterical. One or two times you thought it was so hysterical? <laughs> no, one or two times I thought that I could crush it. No, Jeff was just twisting uh, your words. This yeah. is going to be a big one based on, I believe the year was 1833. We're just going to go 183. 183. Whoa, okay. And Very I good. also want to say this. If you feel so inclined, you may also just jump in as a judge who also participates. Like, whatever makes you yeah. happy. So uh, I would like for Paul to under- explain the game. Yeah, yeah. So we... <laughs> what is this? So we have a character card, and we have a Catholic card game card, and we have to answer. No, I can't do this. Stop. Oh, yeah. I have to answer. Oh, Jeff. yeah. Why do you put Wait, in? Hold on. We have people hanging out in here with us. <clears throat> Margaret? Margaret. Yeah. They can't hear what's in our ears, so we just look crazy. I'm pressing smooth jazz buttons, and she's like, what are they doing over there? Like, the outside world has no idea why we're so, like, tail uh, pink in here. I didn't realize that. Did you hear the Batman part? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I had no idea that she couldn't hear us. Yeah, yeah, we haven't bought that part. If you'll watch this in, like, a month and a half, it'll all make a lot more sense. Okay. Um, But, yes, so we have a character card and a Catholic card game card, and we have to answer the prompt on the card game card as as the character. All right. And uh, so our character is... As a doomsday street prophet, we have to answer the prompt, 
blank, the hit Catholic musical. Rent <laughs> apart. The temple was rent apart. The hit Catholic musical, 525,600 souls. That's how many we're going to try to save today. All right, that's all I got. That's in Bethlehem, in Ju Jericho, in, in Judah, in Caesarea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we um, go. Mama Mia Mary, the hit Catholic musical, coming to you. This December, December 25th, of course, and you are not going to want to miss this one. She is so holy, and she has the baby Jesus in the nativity. All right, stop. Prophesize and listen. <laughs> Christ is back with a brand new position. Yesterday, he rose from the grave, and tomorrow he's going straight to the right hand. I'm done. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. My friend. You can jump in, but I feel like this is a tough one. Or you can judge and give out points. No, no, I'm 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 gonna judge because uh, yeah, that that was that was a hard one. I loved Mamma Mia, and and I'm you know Mamma Mia is she's important to me. But the rap, oh, the rap, the was, rap. you did, Jeff, Jeff, that was good. You pulled I it mean. out, <laughs> Luis baby. I just want to say thank you for. <laughs> Tell me about it, Jeff. Yeah. I just want to say thank you for thinking Why? about rap music as part of the answer here. Okay, now we got our socks ready so I can turn down the volume here. Hey, for being our celebrity guest judge, guess what you're getting? Awesome. Probably some of the coolest socks ever made by Sock Religious. Um, gosh, this music makes me happy. It's Those the, uh, are the coolest socks. Socktober. These Socktoberfest socks. Oh, how cool. That show little monks and little beer mugs. And little tiny pretzels. And you can wear these all the time. All, all the time. <laughs> very good. Very good. That is awesome. Thank you. All right, my friend. And you at home, if you want your own pair of sock religious socks, go to sockreligious.com slash beatitudes for Socktoberfest. The team at Aquinas Wealth Advisors believes that good values and good returns are not mutually exclusive. Using a tech-smart and morally sound approach, they provide investment alternatives that align with Catholic teachings without sacrificing returns. These days, faith-driven investors are finding it hard to know where their money is going. They have no visibility into what their dollars are supporting, but there's a better way. Thanks to the Faith and Finance Score from Aquinas Wealth Advisors, you can look into your current holdings to see what you're supporting and make a switch to an advisor that aligns with your values and gives power to your voice. Check out AquinasWealth.com today. Hey y'all, this is Jeff Shufflebein. When Nick and I set out to start our new company, Undivided Life, we were really concerned about how would we cover the healthcare needs of our growing families. And we were so excited to find a company that fit both our medical needs and our faith beliefs perfectly. It's called Solidarity HealthShare. It is an ethical alternative to traditional health insurance. We're never part of sharing in the medical costs of anything that goes against the teachings of the Catholic Church, making it a great alternative for Catholics and Christians alike. Solidarity is very affordable. 
which is perfect for a large family or for a new and growing business like the one we've started. So visit joinsolidarity.com today so that you can get started with us. Hi, it's Paul Kolker from the Beatitudes here, and I just wanted to share with you guys that I also, outside of the show, perform improv comedy on a regular basis with a group called Divine Comedy. So what we do is we come up with everything on the spot, so whether you're looking for faith-filled, fun, family-friendly comedy for your youth night, or whether you're looking for clean comedy for your corporate event, Divine Comedy can perform for your group and even get you in on the action. So if you'd like to hire us to come out and perform for your next event, check out DivineComedyImprov.com. Divine Comedy, an inferno of fun. Welcome back, everybody. We are with Luis Gonzalez in the St. Vincent de Paul Pharmacy in Vickery Meadows, Dallas, North Dallas, near 75. And we're just having a blast. This is the first full-on bring the whole studio on the road yeah what a great time we're having um luis you got involved almost two years ago what has been something that you brought to this pharmacy this role as ceo like your past experience in big global tech like how does that translate into this environment you know um really good question I, i i would think that maybe some of um just my organization mm. and understanding kind of how to all the various aspects of, of what it means to, to be running an organization, you know, sure. um, the size that it is. Um, and also and the, how big like the pharmacy itself is. So the pharmacy, you know, from a square footage standpoint, it's a thousand square feet. But okay. from a prescription standpoint, uh, last last fiscal year, which just ended September 30th, um, we took care of September 31st. Yep. No, September 30th. 30th. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I did the knuckle. I looked. Yeah. It was yeah. the 32nd. Thank you. That, that's yep. what it was. That's what it was. Um, we did uh, just over 100,000 prescriptions that we dispensed. Whoa. Um, so that was the first time we, we, we hit the 100,000 mark. That yeah. is. Yeah. It, since inception in 2018, we've done over 250,000 now. Um, and when you look Look at the, the value of the medications. Everybody knows how, how expensive medications are now, right? But with forty so, percent in the last year, that shows your growth. It, it yeah. really, yeah. It it, it it's just it, it continues to grow. Um, since we started, it, it doubled every year, and and uh, you know, so so now it's a matter of communicating that, communicating our great study time program that's taking care of you know one hundred and thirty kids from a mentoring and tutoring standpoint, oh, amazing, wow. um, and wow. then giving them opportunities to get into you know some of the college prep schools in the area, sure. uh, because we believe that education is a trajectory that can really change the lives of uh, of entire families. Um, and then we've got a mini loan program. So so all these different things that we do, um, really, it's about how do we communicate that to all of our all of our inventions and then all the people that are interested and yeah. being able to do something like this is a way of getting the word out. Um, I, I've often heard the society be ta- spoken about as the hidden gem of the church. Mm. And, you know, we certainly, we don't want to brag about anything that we're doing, but how can we invite others and in, to know about what we're doing and to become a part of what we're doing, what we're doing if yeah. we don't let them know what we're doing. Yeah. And then when we share the story, people react like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, I want to be a part of that. How can, how can I help? So, that's wow. awesome. Well, so with that level of growth, like what allows you to keep up with that in a in a thousand square foot facility? Like, how do you how do you manage all of that? It, it well, we've got a tremendous tremendous staff. First of all, you know that that's what it really it boils down to. It all comes down to, <laughs> amen. <laughs> 
Thank you. It's for yeah. you, Carlos. That's and Margaret. That's for Carlos for and everybody. Gali and uh, you know all of our team that's that's back here. They are just incredibly dedicated. Who didn't hear the applause, but they yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they didn't hear the applause, but they they, they can see the applause. Yes, um, and, and they can feel the love. Um, so you know it's it's through that, and then it really is again inviting people to help support and be a part of it. And then we, we you know we have volunteers that come in as well. You know some of what we can't see on on camera. Um, we've got Christo Ray. Um, this is the second year now that we've had a work study interns. So this is uh, a that school that brings in high school age kids to do work study as part of their their day. Yeah, and yeah. that it helps to pay for their tuition. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It and and it helps give them an opportunity to learn how to work in a corporate environment or in a nonprofit environment. Uh, gives them really tangible, you know, work experience. Uh, we've got one of our uh, one of our interns. As a matter of fact, this is her second year. So cool. last year Very was the cool. first year she wanted to come back and do it a second year. So you know, we we're grateful for that. Um, and we've got um, a partnership with the uh, University of North Texas. So the School of Pharmacy will send uh, mm. folks here uh, for six weeks at a time. Um, and I think Carlos just uh, worked out a partnership now with uh, Texas Tech as well. So go Red Raiders. <laughs> um, so he's yeah. filling prescriptions and working out partnerships with major universities. Yeah, yeah. Doing and it all. I think you might be playing Tetris too. I'm not sure, but <laughs> <laughs> I caught him. <laughs> I think he's laughing now, right? <laughs> yeah, he was laughing, but he was also like, "No, I am working yeah. very hard." <laughs> I, I can see him eye rolling yeah. in the reflection off that glass. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I can't actually see your screen, so don't hide anything. <laughs> No, but that, uh, I mean, well, I, I just think that's incredible because you're obviously helping the people that are receiving the medications. But then even within the this kind of that's small right. community, like you're helping students who are going yeah. beyond. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's a growth factor I, for everybody. Jeff, right. and, Jeff and I uh, were at an event last night with uh, Alexander Havard, who's an uh, author, speaker. One of the things he said, and I just love this. I love like etymology and history of words. And educate, he said, comes from Latin educare, which is actually to bring out. Mm -hmm. So it's not giving information, which is like the typical like yeah, thought, but it's to bring out the best in someone. So Amen. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Well, I love the sound <laughs> of the uh, the prescriptions being filled back there. I think you failed to mention the robots. <laughs> woof. Or robots for most of our listeners. The robots, do they say woof? woof. The, the I was the with my two woof. boys this morning because I keep waking up too early because we filmed this right after daylight Time savings. Time change, yeah. And I was walking around going, I'm a robot, I'm a robot. And they're going, Dad, stop it, stop it, Dad. And when I said robot, they were okay with it. So I think maybe they, they know. Y'all are rubbing off on them. <laughs> or just, you know, the English languages. Well, my boys are being raised by the Beatitudes. That's, <laughs> there it is. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, no, talk about the robot. Yeah, so th it, we were we were blessed with a uh, a grant from the Communities Foundation of Texas earlier this year, and we were able to purchase a robotic dispensary, um, and it, it has helped us to increase our capacity in production as as we start getting word out and start growing uh, what we're doing. Uh, it, it'll allow us now to be able to uh, to handle that many more patients and be able to get those distributed out. To What's them. the capacity of a baby like that? Um, <laughs> I was about to ask Carlos here. A lot. a lot, a lot, yeah, a lot. Um, Paul and I watched it. It was like speaking Portuguese and labeling stuff and shooting out QR codes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the capacity gives oh, us that, that gives us Paul. It allows us to get up to two hundred or three hundred thousand prescriptions per year. Wow. So you know, we did a hundred thousand yeah. uh, just last year. So we can double, if not triple, the the, the number of patients. So you're good for about here. a year. Yeah, <laughs> for, 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 yeah. Couple, for a couple. Exactly. Y'all are going crazy. It, it, yep, yep. Well, and I was going to ask on that too because I know there's 
so much uncertainty and not not trying to dive into you know politics or anything like that but just there's all this uncertainty in the economy and stuff right now and so like how much of that do you notice is maybe an increased demand because of like inflation and things that are going on right now? Uh, we, we have uh, calls have gone through the roof um, mm. into the society and I'm sure with all the other nonprofits in, in, in the area and really kind of nationwide, uh, the economy absolutely has had an impact. Um, and then when you look at the rent moratoriums that, that were lifted, you've got evictions that are going up. So yeah, the, the number of people needing help and the level of help that they're needing is is absolutely outpacing our ability to be able yeah. to, wow. to, to do that and and again i, I think i speak for probably all the nonprofits in, in in the country that's that's countrywide yeah um everybody is experiencing the same type of thing so it, it really is and, and it can get it can become demoralizing if you just think about it from a pure social services perspective sure if you remind yourself of there's a purpose here and christ has asked god has asked us to be here for this individual that's presented to us at this moment, um, then it helps keep you grounded in, in terms of what we're doing. Well, and it, it sounds like you are successful, but it does remind me of the St. Saint, um, Mother Teresa quote of, you know, God calls us to be faithful, not successful. Right. And But, I mean, obviously you guys are serving the needs of so many people, but just that faithfulness and showing up, I'm sure God's blessing that infinitely more. He, he really is, you know, and, and it happens so often that, you know, we're, we're looking at it, we're like, okay, how are we going to afford this, you know, and yeah. it's just, we just have to trust, mm -hmm. you know, he, he's not, this is his mission. Ultimately, you know, that, that's who's in charge, right? It, this is his mission, and he's going to make it successful because of what we're doing, you know, and, and who we're taking care of. And so he'll provide and, and he does. It's, a, it's inevitable, you know, that something always happens where it's an unexpected, you know, gift, uh, a major donor hears something about what we're doing and, and the money comes and it's like, you know, thank you, Lord, you know, more Lord, more Lord. That's what we keep repeating. It's <laughs> well, more Lord. Just you, let it rain. You do such a great job of setting that tone for everybody because it was adoration that brought you here, but mm -hmm. you haven't like made it now you're done with adoration i've seen you double down on all parts of the sacramental faith that we get to experience as catholics and for that to be the ceo of the organization when you could have every excuse in the world it's getting busier there's more demand i'm called and stretched in more places i gotta prep for the beatitudes there's a whole <laughs> lot of things going on in your life but you still go back to adoration which is how the holy spirit brought this all together amen amen you know and, and that and, and, and i think it's it really is just recognizing all right, Lord, you're working through me, and, and, and I am broken, and I'm not worthy, yeah. um, and, and I'm sinful, and, and forgive me for all of my mistakes, but yeah. he doesn't, he's going to work through all of that, yeah. and he just wants me to offer that back to him, and the more I do, the more he fills, and, you know, it just, it, it's amazing, it's just how the serenity and the joy that, that comes, um, you know, when I, when I think about how stressful, you know, life was before, um, versus now where it really is just, you know, I'm just surrendering every, everything to him. It, uh, it, it changes. It really just changes your perspective. Well, good. Well, I want to talk about perspective right now. We're going to ask the TBD question, the Beatitudes question of the day. And this is for all four of us to answer. And the question is, what did you learn about yourself during quarantine? So what did you learn mm. about yourself during quarantine? If anybody has an answer ready to rock and roll, jump in. Luis, you got one? Yeah, I'll jump in because that's actually, it's a, it's, part, it's a significant reason as to why I'm here. Oh, um, so this question was for you. Yeah, this, this <laughs> was this was perfect. Um, so I actually um, I got COVID back about two and a half years or so ago, and um, it was in the summer of 2021 and uh, I was hospitalized with uh, COVID pneumonia. Um, and um, so I was there for for, for six days. Mm. I was never intubated, but I was on oxygen and on steroid taper and, and you know, the whole nine yards. 
And, you know, of course, it was still during quarantine. So, you know, Gladys had to drop me off and, you know, trust that I was going to be taken care of. And, you know, we would text and whatnot. And it was right before I was hospitalized, I was supposed to have my first interview with the society um, and, and, and actually with the recruiter. And, um, you know, I, I just told him, I said, look, I'm really interested, but there's no way I can do an interview right now. I, I can barely, you know, uh, uh, say a sentence out loud. So he said, not a problem. We'll, we'll wait. And so while I was in, in the hospital, I felt, I literally felt, guys, the prayers that I knew people were praying for me. You know, I would close my eyes and I would just hear voices and feel the presence of the Lord and feel literally the presence of angels. And, and it just, it was such a peaceful, beautiful experience. You, you know, I know that there are people who have suffered tremendously from COVID. For me, it was a, a complete rebirth. Yeah. Um, because it was there that the Lord was like, I'm, I'm calling you, prepare yourself, I'm calling you. And I also heard very clearly from him um, the need to breathe hope into the world. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I was struggling to breathe, right? But what I heard very clearly was, I need for you to breathe hope into the world. Breathe hope, breathe, breathe optimism, uh, breathe joy. Um, that's what we need. The world out there tells us everything else but that, right? Be despaired. Um, things are falling apart. It, it, it's horrible. But no, we have an opportunity to breathe hope into the world. So for me, it just, it transformed everything. I came out of the hospital with a purpose. I really felt like, okay, I, I know what the Lord is calling. I don't know exactly what it is yet, but there's a reason now that I need, that, that he wants me to, to breathe this message into, into the world. And so that's, that's what I'm trying to do. We were at that men's summit together just a few weeks ago at yeah. St. Anne, and uh, there's that song they were playing in the very first session. It says, "It's his, it's your breath in our lungs, or oh. it's his, our, it's his breath in our lungs." So we pour out our praise, mm -hmm. and pff, I can't even sing those lines. I just cry. I, I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> same way. Like there's no singing. There isn't. Um, well, I'll jump in real quick. That was beautiful, by the way, in our reflection. You know what I realized uh, in COVID or quarantine was kids absolutely do not need electronics because a couple of days into it, we just took away everything. Mm -hmm. And I watched my kids become a family and I watched them just wanting to be outside, wanting to be active, wanting to wrestle with dad and be goofy. Yeah. And I've embraced as much as possible the just say yes to goofy. And um, yeah, it's worked out really well. I know you have <laughs> something to say about that. Say yes like, what? Goofy. You? Gosh. <laughs> 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 That's worked out pretty well there, Shuffle Bot. <laughs> That's, that was some Mickey Mouse in there. I, listen, <laughs> I didn't know they were different. <laughs> my umbrella keeps falling. We'll talk about that in a minute. Paul yeah. or Nick? Um, yeah, mine, mine's just real simple. It was just that I learned how much of a social creature I am <laughs> and how difficult it was to actually be locked down and that coming out of it was really where the eye-opening moment mm -hmm. was for me was, you know, we're all kind of getting back into the world and the normal swing of things. And I would try to, like, talk a sentence to another human being and uh, couldn't, like, put the words together in a way that made sense. And <laughs> I just remember feeling that that awkwardness that I'm probably imparting right now as I'm reliving it in a PTSD sort of way. So, yeah, um, no, I but but thankfully I was doing shows again and things like that. And so some of that muscle memory came back mm -hmm. and then it was remembering how to talk to people after the show and getting a lot of reps doing it that way. And finally, I kind of got over whatever the the forced introversion kind of stuff that I ran into from lockdown. But yeah. Well, that makes me smile because that's what, one of the things that brought us together was trying to craft a virtual version of an improv comedy show yeah. for a company. Yeah. That's how Paul and I really actually went deep and connected and did a bunch of prep together. And then we realized 
why why prep? Let's just press buttons and talk. <laughs> <laughs> and thus the Beatitudes. Here, here they are. <laughs> Nicholas? Yeah, I think for me it was a realization that I don't I don't think I'll ever like actually fully retire because mm. my my job slowed down and I just picked up other things that I was interested mm. in learning and reading wow. and researching and doing and I taught myself this whole other thing so it was just this like I crave that and that work and it was also beautiful because we had just had our first daughter and I got to spend the whole first year with her mm. and it was this like take a family walk every day at two but also like take on this whole new like learning and task like, it was just this, this undivided life <laughs> that was just so great <laughs> cha-ching <laughs> go to undivided.life <laughs> we have a, now, a voiceover time hey. I didn't know you were good at that oh, hey, wow, we should, thank you we should sponsor the Beata dudes <laughs> <laughs> I think you already <laughs> technically do I actually love your voiceover time that's an awesome one like, yeah. a, mm -hmm. like lifelong learner and yep. the opposite is not probably what any of us are called to if you yeah. look at yeah. the way that we're all yeah. wired yeah for sure well, um, I didn't give any prep for this. We're going to do a reverse Simpsons, which is how we finish every Monday show differently. Somebody gave us a suggestion online to call this The Simps Ends. Because <laughs> it's the end of our show, mm -hmm. yeah. Which, that's easier. <laughs> yes, I love it. So we're going to do The Simps Ends now. <laughs> how are we going to explain that? Now we're going to, like, triple explain. <laughs> Never mind. It's already hard. This is reverse <laughs> Simpsons. Uh, so we're going to play a game. And I haven't told you this, but the game's called Categories. And if you've ever played this, you do two... Two pats on your leg, two claps, and then you have to say the next word. And so, like, if I said types of trucks, you'd say dun, 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 uh, Ford, you know, Chevy, mm -hmm. whatever. We go yeah. around. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you a leg up on this one, my friend. We're okay. going to do medical things. <laughs> or, oh, I see. Yeah. 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 Something or, medical. Or we can, yeah. we can narrow it down and go medicines. Ugh. <laughs> go medical. Medical. <laughs> <laughs> medical. Yeah. Let's keep it broad. All right. So we get it like, uh, we'll try to pat lightly so we're not like stomping on our tiny table. This thing is fragile. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll do, you know, pat, pat, clap, clap. And then we say it. And I go. Okay. And Got if it. you mess up on the rhythm, you're out. Yep. And then we pick it back up and we go until there's a winner. Okay. Got okay. it. And you can't repeat. <clears throat> yep. And you, everybody else can vote you off the island if you, what you said was just dumb. Okay. 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 Uh, <laughs> all right. Ace bandage. Gurney. Labels. Wheelchair. Striker. Ambulance. Dispensary. X-ray. We could do this all day. We're going to go to yep. prescriptions. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to prescriptions. So Too you broad. Got, there's a warm-up. Ready? Yeah, this yeah. is prescription warm-up. Medicans. You're out. <laughs> I, I'm the medican man. Hi -yo. <laughs> I'm sweating <laughs> coffee right now. Like, look at this. Oh, wow. <laughs> you are kidding. If any of you is feeling like run down, come here if, in my underarm. If any of you is. <laughs> Humorness. Maybe we should go to grammar. Oh, we, got the snort. we haven't gotten the snort in a while. <laughs> I present for you prescriptions. You all had a lot of time to think. Just this now. is bad. I'm not good at this. <laughs> One, two. Hydrocodone. Allegra. Metformin. Rosuvastatin. Promethazone. Oxycontin. Amlodipine. Ezetimibe. Vicodin. Alprazolam. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, stopped stopped 
yes. you took mine. We stopped the pharmacist. <laughs> Nuts. Yes. I'll give you the sound for this one. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. Very good. That Very is good. harsh. Uh, you know what? I want to say that you're the winner for uh, saying nuts. <laughs> the, the killer oh. of all. Like, yeah. Get out the EpiPen. Luis said nuts. Nuts. There you go. All right. Oh, yeah, that's it. The Beatitudes are the winners. <laughs> we won, won something. You guys won. You guys that won. never happens. Go to undivided.live. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Slash podcast. See what happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, yes, that is true. Really good podcast in there. Hey, listen, we're going to come back with uh, Luis Gonzalez on the bonus show. Luis is the CEO of St. Vincent de Paul Society of North Texas. Yep. Of, of what is it? We're Vickery Meadows. <laughs> uh, we're going to come back in the bonus show. Brother, we're going to dive in. Uh, family, we're going to try to understand this Christmas umbrella. There's a lot of things that I would encourage you to come back for. Uh, and if you are not watching this one on the video version, I promise you're going to want to go back and click and watch because all those wonderful sounds are the free prescriptions going out to people in need and causing them to be able to make decisions that are good for their life and not more challenging. Thanks be to God to the people at St. Vincent de Paul Amen. and all Amen. the benefactors. Thank you so much. So with that, we will... Um, See you in the prescription line. <laughs> and for the rest of you, we will see, see you, you in the, the Eucharist. Eucharist. God, God bless. bless. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> cue. What was that? Wrong just, cue. Just, oh, He's on the wrong screen. Me. We're in a totally different. Here we go. See you next time. Peace out. <laughs> Where were the other drugs going? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join us at our undersized table, subscribe to the video version of the show on YouTube by typing at, that's the symbol at, so shift and two on your keyboard, at the underscore Beatitudes on YouTube. We'll see you there. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.